Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Sunny. And I'm Allie. And this is The Current Conservative. It may appear that the radical leftists are covering ground and gaining momentum, which in some respects they are as they continue to ram their agenda down the pipeline. They continue to impose and enforce radical changes and laws that are affecting Americans every day. We are noticing a series of disturbing trends happening throughout the American public education system and teachers' unions. Many of them we could have never predicted we would be up against in this fight to preserve and protect not only our republic but our children. In the last two years, children have been assaulted by the government by having their schools closed down, attending school online, and forcefully massed around peers and teachers, which has caused them an alarming amount of social and emotional developmental delays. Sadly, this is only the tip of the iceberg. We are now witnessing the mass indoctrination by way of critical race theory and queer theory. In some cases, straight up freaking porn in school libraries. And what is the response from our elected leaders? Gaslighting the American population by claiming it's not a crime. Not a crime for a minor to be exposed to explicit material? When did we stop protecting a child's innocence? And when is it enough for parents and Americans alike to demand action from the very people who have access to our children eight hours a day for 15 years and then claim that parents are the ones standing in the way of better education? It is time to redirect our focus to school boards and unions because they are wielding incredible power over our kids. This is child abuse and we cannot stand for it. We have many intriguing articles planned for you today, including a school board in North Dakota reinstating the Pledge of Allegiance after backlash, Chicago schools to implement transformative and equitable grading, parents demand the resignation of school board members after they announce a plan to admit male-to-female trans students in an all-girls school, A Minnesota school firing white teachers first and a deep dive on Randy Weingarten, who has a hand in all of it. A mother who opened a federal lawsuit regarding pornographic novels in a Pennsylvania school library. And the ever-evolving attack on parental rights in schools. Last but not least, I'd like a little drum roll for this little announcement. Here we go. We are pleased to finally announce Anthony Fauci has announced his resignation as the director bye bye. of NIH and the CDC, and he's also like the uh, of course liaison I'm, or whatever. Yeah, the like advisor, the medical advisor right. to President Biden. <laughs> Naturally, um, a little late nonetheless. But maybe the corrupt aristocratic bureaucracy has realized oh. their little COVID scam is officially over. Oh, looks like we won that one. Sunny, the conversation starts now. Do you know how many sides a pentagon has? Eight. Yes. Do you know how many stars are on the U.S. flag? 52 now? Yes. Do you know how many continents there are? 50. Yes. We thought you'd enjoy that one. That's a clip from Justin Awad1 on Instagram. Love his videos. I... Just fun fact about me, I love man on the street videos. Yes. And it's a goal of mine <laughs> for us to do them someday. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yes. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> do you, you know vote? First of all, <laughs> do you, are you a voter? Do you know what two parties exist? <laughs> like, what kind of questions could I we know, come what up do, with? Yeah, what's I a mean, good question? So many. <laughs> Who... 
fought in the Civil War is my, one of my favorite That's questions. That's a great one. Oh, I, he did a really good one. When was the War of 1812? Oh, that's good. They were good. like 1826. Oh, oh no. yeah. Okay. How many cents are in a dollar? Would they know that one? He asked that one too. Really? Yes. Oh, my gosh. He also holds up a clock and he shows them a time. And he asks them to tell him what the time is. Yeah. And no, they have no idea. They don't know. They can't read a It is clock. so concerning. Like, it, it's, like, so concerning to the point where I cannot look away. And I'm like, what are right. peop- What are these children actually learning in school? Absolutely nothing is the answer. Literally nothing. <laughs> like, you watch them as they're trying to answer this, and you just know that, like, they're there's like, nothing <sighs> behind there. Like, they just watch TikTok all day. Right. We were saying before we recorded, like... Yeah, and you know, it's like what we always talk about their food is the the food is so processed, what they're eating, what they're yeah. drinking, it's all plays a plays a part in uh-huh. their development and their learning abilities and it's just it's so sad. And now what we have going on in the schools, it, not only are they not learning, they're being indoctrinated. Yeah. <laughs> truly. Well, one of our first stories today is a North Dakota school board reinstates the Pledge of Allegiance after a week-long backlash. So I guess last week on August 10th, this school board announced that they were no longer going to be saying the Pledge Pledge of Allegiance. Disgraceful. And they faced major backlash um, from the parents. And... Uh, let's see here. It says since April, the Fargo school board has been starting every meeting by reciting the pledge of allegiance. However, the school board determined its pledge of allegiance oh. policy violated the board's oh diversity, equity, and inclusion policies during an August 9th meeting. Mm. So this is really interesting. Oh, they blame it on the words God. Un- under God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the school board member says, given the word God in the text of the Pledge of Allegiance is capitalized, the text is clearly referring to the Judeo-Christian God, and therefore it does not include any other faiths such as Islam, Hinduism, Buddhism, all of which are practiced by our staff and students, etc., etc. And one of the mothers pointed out that the school board is focused on petty policies and those remarks were disrespectful and heartbreaking. And I totally agree. This this general, like, degradation of our culture yep. is getting us here. And it's just encroaching upon these values that we hold as Americans of, like, yeah. our rights come from God. God. Sorry I, we're not talking about one of the 500 Hindu gods can I say that? <laughs> I'm just well, like, no, but you can because here's the thing. Freedom of speech, we talk, baby. Well, that, not only that, not only is the Pledge of Allegiance, um, it's the Pledge of Allegiance of our country that we yeah. live in, number two. And number three, we always talk about this, how America is one of, one of if not the only nation to l- actually be founded upon the Judeo-Christian values. Yeah. Which... Would include God. <laughs> and it, <laughs> that's what our country was founded upon and why we have these rights because they are God given. Yes. To everybody. And that includes freedom of religion. Yeah. So those those Hindu people can worship all 500 gods because they live in America. Right. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> moving that's on. That's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving right also, along. <laughs> also fun fact. 
the Pledge of Allegiance, um, the under God part, wasn't officially like a part of the original pledge. It was, and actually another really interesting fact is that the Pledge of Allegiance was actually originally written by a socialist, but all that to say, under God was added in, I believe, President Eisenhower's presidency. He added that in. Mm. And then ever since then, there's been like oh, controversy about taking it back out. Right? Isn't that really interesting? That is super interesting. Well, it's kind of, <laughs> do you remember when uh, the Democrat representative Cleaver Cleaver ended the opening prayer in the Congress hall or whatever and said, amen, and a woman. Oh, my gosh. You know, this I is a constant barrage yeah. of just degrading it's and destroying. Attacking, attack, yes. attack, attack. Like the the foundations that our country was literally founded Built on. upon. And making up words. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it in, yeah. um, I believe, our last episode? Yeah. One it's, of the it's previous episodes we talked about it's that. It's really gross. And I just feel like, you know, one one theme that I feel like we've been feeling this past week and the past couple of weeks is that our leaders, as strong as some of them are, they're not standing up. They're yeah. not speaking out and they're not confronting these attacks attacks mm-hmm. head on. Yeah. They're and not using their calling politi- it out. Not using their political power to, to actually do, so. do something about this and it, we're kind of tired of like all the you know the filing of lawsuits and the <laughs> filing of <laughs> the yeah. papers oh, yeah. Impeach i'm like him. okay enough paperwork right like, it, they did two go, impeachments on trump and you yeah. can't even get one done yeah go get go in there and get s done like we're we're getting attacked here like this is a war right it's an invasion it's an infiltration mm-hmm. and the longer we wait the worse it gets and we've spent years decades Mm -hmm. even of just letting it all go Mm -hmm. and pretending like nothing is happening and not realizing that we are literally being invaded and Mm -hmm. infiltrated from within Mm -hmm. yeah our next article what a nice little transition parents are demanding the resignation of some school board members. This happened in Nashville. Red state alert. Hello. This is what I've been saying is that Whoa. if you are in a red state, you are not safe. Right. You're not alone. I mean, yeah, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're not alone. You're not alone. It's all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but also don't get complacent, red staters. Yep. Don't be complacent. Part. These people will not stop. Right. And, and so that's they, exactly those are the places that they want to get in because it's yeah. red. So they're trying to purple you know, it up. Exactly. Right. So um, let's see here. It's an all girls school in Nashville. And they. Oh, wait, I totally heard about this. I think Bongino was talking about it. So they are actively allowing a well, biological not- male. So the school ultimately ended up turning it down. Oh, okay. But they were going to start to allow boys who identify as girls attend. And the backlash from parents and other community members, one week later, they dropped the initiative. (laughs) But like... (laughs) I can't imagine why. Here's the thing, like... The parents are going to save this country. Like, we... The mother freaking people. We are the people here. Tell them. (laughs) Tell them, Allie. And so this is how we take back our country. We Seriously. literally say, no, Absolutely we're not, not. We're not going we're not, along right. with this 
mayhem. Like they're pa- they're paying probably a pretty penny yep. to send their girls to an all girls school yep. to be, you know, invested in in such a special, unique way at right. the school. I'm sure it's a great school. And then the school board goes woke on the parents who are paying right. a pretty penny in tuition to bow down to the woke commie mob. And the parents say no. Absolutely not. I'm, I want my daughter to go to school with other biological daughters in the same sense that other parents want their daughters to play sports against biological, biological females. Yeah. Biological girls. And so, the father's like, I'm paying an arm and a leg, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases to have their children be indoctrinated to becoming useful idiots, mm-hmm. as we know, and yep. little tiny leftist pawns that they yep. can just spread all over and then go to college, become a blue haired liberal, a screaming revolutionary fascist. Right. It's like, do you even see yourself? I saw a video of these people in a lecture and just all screaming F these fascists, F these fascists over and over again. So sad. It is. It's awful. It's like they're they're brainwashed. Yeah, absolutely brainwashed. And don't forget, people, one of the main goals yep. of communists is to use the education system, you know, not only in America. Ground. Right. Not only in America, obviously, but throughout other regimes they have always indoctrinated the youngest generation yep. and children, teenagers in school through the education system. And, you know, the stories that come out from these survivors are pretty remarkable when they tell you, you know, the only the only textbook they were allowed to read for two years was Mao's Little Red Book. Right. That from they the get state. indoctrinated. Right what did away. we see? What did we see the other day? That article where it said um, articles cannot be allowed to have t- uh, information about the government without talking points from the government. From the government. Yeah. So, so this it's is a slow mm-hmm. burn. It's a mm-hmm. slow leak. Yeah. Of the government inserting themselves between A and B, between yeah. parent and child. Yeah. This is the whole or overarching theme of this episode, right. but also much of our lives and our yeah. and our outlook. But um, you know, moving on to the, this article, what it was saying. This is a different article. It says um, bright, the bright part. Yeah, the Chicago High School. This Chicago High School is going to implement transformative and equitable grading systems, oh which they claim doesn't mean race based. And so the new grading system is using, quote, evidence-backed research and a racial equity analysis tool. And by the way, just letting you know, when the left says that they have research, it's likely <laughs> pseudoscience. Science is bought and paid for. Yeah. Just a reminder, folks. Right. So you got to look into that actual research and don't just buy it out, you know, straight out. But anyway, this is the actual statement here okay says as a part of the board of education strategic plan the OPRFHS grading and assessment committee was formed to examine national research on objective unbiased practices for determining whether students have mastered academic content content at the board of education's May 26 meeting the administration representative to the OPRFHS Grading and Assessment Committee provided an initial report that included a progress update on the committee's examination of grading practices. Okay, so part of this new, you know, 
initiative for equitable grading is that students will now not be held accountable for missing class, misbehaving in school, or for failing to turn in assignments. So essentially, why try? Why try at all? What's driving? What's the point? What is, yeah, (laughs) what is the point here? What's the point? And it's interesting because I was reading this article by um, Dr. Ping Nan Chi, and he was saying that in 2020, only 62% of high school graduates enrolled in college and yeah. only nearly 60 of them needed to take remedial courses. This means only about 25% of high school graduates are ready for college. This also means that high school education is a waste of time for three out of four high school graduates at the cost of $100 billion per year for taxpayers. What went wrong? For starters, many decades ago, students had to pass some meaningful entrance, entrance exams. And now with this article, we're seeing now we've just continued. We started with not even taking high school entrance exams. And now you won't even be graded, you know, held accountable for misbehaving in school or failing to turn in assignments. So now we're creating this lawlessness in schools. Anything goes. We are. We have it already in, uh, you know, big cities with the lawlessness with, um, you know, young teens already. And it's just so funny to me because liberals like, you know, it pisses me off, raise their fists about, you know, the the school to prison pipeline and helping kids get a better education. It's like you guys are the ones pushing these alternative methods Mm -hmm. to help kids learn. And well, obviously, we know that it the intention is not for them to learn. The intention is for them to, you know, have their minds warped and be learn, be taught whatever, you know, literally people in charge want want to teach them, which is indoctrinated information. But it's just so insane to me that people cannot see that. They Mm -hmm. don't see the dichotomy. Like they don't see the chasm between what they're actually learning and what they say they want to teach these kids. No. So this article goes on to stay, say the failure rate was 77% for black students, 49% for Hispanic students, 27% for Asian students, and 25% for white students. This was um, the Illinois State Board of Education stating that the 38% of sophomores fail the SAT test. How many? 38% 38% of sophomores. Wow. And then wow. in that was the 77% for black students, 49% for Hispanic, etc. I mean, even when I was in high school, we had like, we had an alternative school. It was called the A school. And yeah. you could apply. And it was just like, they, you know, they assessed you based on your writing skills. And they didn't really give grades so much, mm-hmm. you know. Which, listen, kids have different you know, skills and challenges and strengths and whatnot. There's no reason for there not to be, you know, advanced methods of learning for kids who, you know what I mean? For different types of kids. Like, I don't think anybody, that's the thing. They always twist it around. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not about 
change making positive changes it's not it's not about that we're talking about you still have to hold children accountable because that's how they learn the values of hard work and work ethics yeah they cannot be be prepared to go into a workforce when they don't even have a deadline for an assignment how do you think they're gonna go to work or yeah just how to be a contributing person in society absolutely and so we're just yeah, we're not holding them to anything, but anyway, Any standard last thing on this article, it says that the, um, the call for change after releasing the report showed a spike in F grades from the 2020 to 2021 school year and the OPRFs, um, which is the committee who did this report, um, said that they will adopt language that makes and keeps the system visible and continues to name racism as a complex interconnected structure. And we must recognize the unique challenges faced during the pandemic, intensify the need for a systematic approach to confronting the racial and socioeconomic discrepancies often experienced by our underrepresented student population. Right. So, well, all of this is rooted in systemic racism, isn't it? So, right. I mean, the whole thing. This is this is heartbreaking. This is a heartbreaking story. There's a mother in Malvern, Pennsylvania, I think, which is in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. <laughs> that confused me. <laughs> she found out that her son, you know, he had these books that they were learning in the library that are essentially pornographic novels. Let's just call a spade a spade. Um, she learned about this 10 months, you know, 10 months ago, she complained to the school, nothing happened. She filed a police report, nothing happened. She eventually held a protest, which gained the attention of some people, uh, like the Mastriano representative. Mm -hmm. And actually, ironically enough, she was at the protest with pictures of the, you know, the graphics and they were like, you, you need to take these away. These are obscene. Like you can't. Uh be showing these images they're too explicit for children oh my gosh <laughs> and she's and like oh yeah 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 no worries no <laughs> problem these are actually the books that I got from the school oh my lanta right and she claims that these photos are literally sitting on the governor's desk and they have done absolutely nothing wow governor Tom Wolf got it isn't he a democrat sounds yeah. like it sounds like a Pedo Democrat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) Um, so yeah, she also, you know, the DA said there's no crime here. The police said there's no crime here. And these books, I mean, if you go to the GoFundMe page, which we can link in the description, Mm -hmm. you will see these images. And I mean, it's straight up like erotic porn graphic images like animated animated not you know Mm -hmm. actual photographs but they're 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 drawn images it's 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 disturbing it's extremely disturbing this is criminal this is what they want to teach the children so no we're not talking about you know oh better changes for the kids like we're saying teach our kids math and science yeah no it's so disturbing i mean it's just it's so beyond how this can like get past psychologists and you know, th- you would think that like this could never happen, yet here we are. Yeah. Like what we were saying in the beginning, like we never thought that this would be a part of our fight to preserve and protect right. our republic. Yeah. Let and alone the innocence of children, children. 
their innocent minds. Yeah. And, and just the disgusting normalization of homosexuality and like pedophilia, pedophilia and sexual and you know, content. What does it say about adults that are like absolutely OK showing this to kids? It, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's like, are you guys taking crazy pills? I don't understand. And so she's intending to file a federal lawsuit. Which Good. God bless her. Go I hope she does. And she's basing her name is Phoenicia Redmond, and she's basing her complaint on federal law that makes it a crime to show obscene materials to yeah. minors. It includes Section 1466A of Title 18, which prohibits anyone from knowingly producing, distributing, receiving, or possessing with yeah. intent to transfer or distribute visual representations such as drawings, cartoons, or paintings that appear to depict minors engaged in sexually explicit conduct and are deemed obscene. Yeah. However, East Whiteland resident Christy Largent said she supports the controversial book Ew. Gender Queer. That's what the book is called. One of, one of the books. Yeah. It is a gra- it is quote a graphic biography of a young female who wants to be male but has to figure out how to incorporate her female body into that fantasy. No. I found the memoir to be enlightening and a worthwhile read as it takes the reader through the author's journey of self-acceptance. Just because a book makes a person uncomfortable doesn't make it harmful. Wow. Okay. It's in, it's uh, it's insane. It's it's absolutely insane. And according to the GO- DOJ, there's something called the Miller test which lists three criteria that determines if something is obscene. If the average person finds the material depicted appeals to prurient interests or that it is lascivious or scatological in nature, what are these words? Or if the average person finds that the sexual depiction is blatantly offensive or that or that is of little artistic, literary, scientific or political value then it is considered obscene. So these photos of like I'm actual sorry, I'm sex l- acts I'm looking at the yeah. pictures right now. I mean, I'm. This is so disgusting. So this was in a high school, or it's still there. It's still in the high school library, and she went to the board meeting. She's talking about it, and they they literally left. Like they left the board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. So she has a GoFundMe page because she's trying to raise money to file this lawsuit. And um, there's also another one, a book called Push, which tells the story of a black girl who was raped by her father. No. That is so disturbing. What purpose does this have? Why are we traumatizing children for no apparent reason? Well, I mean, there is an apparent reason. It's called evil. Right. But. Well, it's just the normalization of. um, Right. You know, homosexuality and. Uh, and normalizing this type of material that's yeah. why you see kids that are sexualized at such a young age like kids that are on strip we've talked about this before the kid on the strip on the strip pole and like dancing in tiktok and little girls 13 14 years old dancing around on tiktok like having grown men mm. staring at their I know. staring at them like this is insane it's like uncomfortable to even discuss because it's it, just is like, un- it, it is i really can't believe it's like happening like i just I really never thought that we would be here, but I, mean, I, I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, guess I guess maybe on a little bit of a oh, lighter sorry. note, 36,000 students enrolled <laughs> in a lighter the, note. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of for good cause, I guess. 36,000 right. students enrolled in the LA Unified oh, yeah. School District, um, the second largest school district in the United States were absent from the first week of school, Mm -hmm. according to the data released by the district. The data shows that 89% of students attended the first day of school on Monday, August 15th, and that number rose slightly to 91.8% the following day. 
Um, and then continued to, it just, it fell back down on Friday. So what does this mean? I personally think it is founded in the, you know, I guess, I guess the mask mandate has been dropped, right? Yep. Which is a huge deal of it. But also, I mean, like these kids are just like not into school anymore because of the masking and then the virtual school and they're so just going back and forth they don't know what's what's what there was a guy in the city council meeting ali and i spoke at a city council meeting like a month ago Mm -hmm. and this one guy i don't know if you had been listening at that point but he was talking about his uh son who was a sophomore in high school and he is he went back to school and um literally all of his friends weren't there like Meaning like they just didn't show up like their parents. They don't they're all no. They they opted to do school online. Oh, wow. Because they were like, whatever, we get A's like they we don't care. Like we get A's and we're cheating. They're cheating on everything because they have their computers in front of them. (laughs) Like, are we are we blatantly avoiding the obvious? I loved that. um, If they have the the opportunity. Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears, um, she stated that the education is a national security crisis. And girl, I am with you. I would agree with that statement. Say it louder. Right. Why are we not instilling this value of being moral and doing the like doing the right thing which is like actually learning and studying yeah and she said uh the declining educational standards and the critical race theory have caused the u.s to lag behind its global adversaries um sears says that she believes public education in america has risen to the level of a national security crisis Mm. and believe me because when you just go watch those man on the street videos yep. and these Gen Z kids don't even know who fought in the Civil War or how many stars are on our American flag. I'm not making this up. Or what H2O is. Yeah, H2O. Um, or what 77 plus 23 it's scary. is. It's scary. And it's so intentional. And yeah. so Winsome Sears, um, she went on to say. Um, oh, she's great. She's awesome. She said. This has been a major focus for us, and yet here we are, bad policy in terms of the CRT and focusing on issues away from strengthening our students to make them the best compete with the Chinese, with (laughs) all of our other adversaries across the world as they get older. And then um, Winsome says, I'm glad you stated it that way when you talk about the Chinese, the Russians, etc., because that's what I've elevated our children not learning to. This is a national security crisis. When so many of our children are not learning, we're in trouble. We need STEM education. Heavens, we need children who can just read and write. How about yep. that? Seriously. And add one plus one. We don't have that. We are losing the Chinas of the world to the Russias. Even Estonia is beating us in math. In science and technology, we're wow. losing. We need to have education up here now. We're talking about the future of America. When we talk about the future of America, we're talking about our children and grandchildren. Elections, they're about them. It's about hope in the future, and we're not getting there, and we're not getting there very fast. Right. Thank you, Winsome, for that slap in the face. Of reality. For reality, yeah. I mean, people need to hear that there is a real concern. I think um, last year I heard that in one of the northeastern states, I can't remember exactly what one, I believe it was maybe Maryland, that 85% of the students in elementary school 
were behind in reading. Yep. Well, that makes sense because according to from this article from USA Today, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't know how accurate that is, but <laughs> according to the U.S. Department of Education, nearly 130 million American adults read below a sixth grade level. Now consider how that number represents more than half of the adult U.S. population. And wow. when you said that, oh, elections matter, yep, we know all about that from Randy Weingarten, who said, <laughs> this is what she said, let's, let's really focus on who's being political here and who isn't. I know we engage in elections, and you have to engage in elections. In most of America, school boards are run by leaders who get elected. Elections mm-hmm. matter. She also said... Why are our opponents going DEFCON 1 with sleazy lies about grooming and calling teachers pedophiles? Why are Fox News and some GOP officials spreading these conspiracies and other hateful ideas which social media stokes and amplifies? Because the extremists, the anti-public schools crowd, the anti-union crowd, the privatizers, the haters, they see the importance of public schooling as a unifying American value and that Americans value educators. So the extremists plot to change that. Oh, really? Oh, really, Randy? Well, let me read you something here. So, as we all know, the communists, um, one of their main goals is to abolish the family unit. And Karl Marx wrote about things like emphasizing the need to raise children away from the, quote, negative influence of their parents and to blame learning disabilities of children on the, quote, suppressive influence of parents. So, with that information, the... Uh, American Federation of Teachers president, who is Randy Weingarten, who Sunny just brought up, um, claimed that the the Florida's Parental Rights and Education Act, which was <laughs> like the quote, don't say Gen-T-K. gay bit. Yeah. D- yeah, don't say gay bill, um, is, quote, the way in which wars start. But, we're, but but I'm sorry, but the right wingers are stoking extremism, right? Right. She just literally called for war. Yeah, they <laughs> call for war all the time. And then um, Weingarten, in an appearance on the show, she said that parents concerned about gender identity and sexual orientation being taught in public schools are being manipulated by special interest groups seeking to dismantle public education and privatize the U.S. education system. Quote, we are in an existential threat race against these right-wing extremists who are trying to exploit people's agitation for their own political purposes. That's why they are trying to silence and put back into the closet people who may be gay or trans. Oh, my gosh. Right, right. You got it all right there, girl. Right, standing up for your children and being involved and at the very least knowing what the kids are learning is is insane i this whole thing i'm just like hello commie are are parents not aware of this i think they are i think i think it's starting to become a thing but you know the news likes to say it's a conservative nationwide trend yeah you know and it's it's just it's really interesting because um she is the president of the united federation of teachers union like you just stated Mm -hmm. and she campaigned with terry mcauliffe who was running her was like the former governor of virginia and he was trying to run again and she literally said quote i don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach parents literally pay the teachers salaries through their taxes in public education of course they have a right and a responsibility to have an interest in say in what what their kids are learning and how they're learning it yeah even joe biden said in some clip somewhere he says that the children are not just your children, they're all of our children. Oh. And that is a collectivist mindset 
that is the foundation to the communist theology. Ideology, not theology. (laughs) 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 But be careful. When you start to hear them say that they're all of our children and that, you know, this is all of our problem (laughs) and that we need to do better for the good of the the people and et cetera, that is all... Red flag. (laughs) Red flag (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Red flag. Yeah, those are the types of things that children should be learning in schools. And if you ask me... Well, I really want you to listen to this New Jersey Teachers Union ad. Oh, okay. Okay. We don't agree on everything in New Jersey, but we all agree that our kids deserve a world-class education. So when extremists start attacking our schools, that's not who we are. People who only want to fight to score political points should take that somewhere else. Okay, so initial reactions? (laughs) I mean, should take that somewhere else? Take that somewhere else, girl. Okay. Not in our school. (laughs) (laughs) This is the teachers union. Okay. So they're the ones lobbying for the teachers and what they're the ones who made all the decisions. Close it down. Close it. You know, mask up all of these things. And they're the ones saying that parents and in the visual, if you watch the video, when they say that the extremists don't want that or whatever, they have parents like with angry faces. It's crazy. It's crazy. And then don't forget, obviously, we had the DOJ come out and call parents, um, you know. Right. Exactly. Domestic terrorists for showing up to school board meetings and advocating for, you know, the involvement of, you know, their children's education. Yep. Age. Yeah. I think it's just it's ultimately a, a total outright attack on parental rights and i think unfortunately we will see more of this yeah um and parents now more than ever need to be completely and fully involved and dedicated to their parents or sorry their children's education and more than ever before be very involved as much as possible and if you are able to please pull your children out of these American government schools. Understand that it's a government school and governments will never raise children in the interest of the family, but for their own agenda. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Merrick Garland, attorney general, wrote a memo instructing the FBI and U.S. attorneys to work together to investigate the threats that parents posed to educators and school board officials, which was discovered in January 2022, or it was discovered in January 2022 that the National School Board Association worked with the Biden administration, Education Secretary Miguel Cardona, to lobby for the law enforcement engagement to literally implement these these attacks like to implement these rules and stuff it's yeah. it's absolutely insane and to investigate these parents who are literally just asking to 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 know and be aware and to they're fighting back on certain things that they don't like yeah. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and yeah like ali said it's this is absolutely an attack on parental rights and getting in between yeah. kids and parents and families because they want to control the children i feel like we can do a part two on this of like Everything that the school is, you know, pushing against on parents when it comes down to taking puberty blockers behind their parents' back. Children are starting to transition without their parents' Parents knowledge or consent. At six Um, years old, coming out as gay or trans. Right. So they can begin to, you know, change their body. And then... And um, hospitals are doing it against parents' consent. And then also children can get abortions without parental consent. 
And then, you know, Elon Musk's, one of his kids yep. came out and said that he doesn't want to be even <laughs> related to Elon anymore. You're going to regret that in a couple Ooh, years, honey. You don't know how much money he got. <laughs> but let me be clear. Like, this is an outright attack on the family unit. And we need to take these kinds of threats and what they're saying and calling extremely us. Seriously. Yeah, extremely serious. So yeah. anyway, with that said... Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, email us your thoughts. Press dot the current at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think. And if this is happening somewhere near you, what people are doing to fight back. This is a major, major topic. And obviously the election's coming up. So parents must be vigilant and you have to vote for the school boards. Yeah. <laughs> like this is imperative. Yeah. Be involved in your child's life. Absolutely. All right. Bye. Bye.